Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. This is Your Financial Mission. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Janine Theus. Janine, how are you doing? Great, great. Well, we thank you for joining us. Janine, of course, is your financial commander and CEO and founder of Theus Wealth Advisors here in Columbia, Howard County. Give her a call if you'd like to come in, set something up, 443-718-6310. Like I said, you can also check her out online at theuswealthadvisors.com. And Janine, today I want to declare financial independence. Financial independence is something that everybody wants during retirement, but here's the key question. What exactly does everybody want independence from? Let's talk about the importance of declaring independence in some key areas of your financial plan as you plan for retirement. First, I'd like to talk about is financial independence from the government, from Uncle Sam. Why is that important? Well, that's, first off, that's a really hard one for almost everyone to do, unless you're Bill Gates or uh, Warren Buffett, um, who both tried to give back their Social Securities and were disallowed. So for a lot of people, that is not relying on the government for you know nursing home care, which is Medicaid. Um, or you, you know, if you've maxed out your Social Security benefit, uh, we would encourage people not to be overly reliant on it. Now, is the government not going to pay you? Very, very, extremely unlikely that they're not going to pay Social Security or that Social Security is not going to be there. If you read the, I believe it's the second paragraph on the statement on the right side, it says that Social Security is going to be essentially insolvent, you know, in 2030. But Congress is who determines where how those funds are used. So I doubt that they're going to basically piss off a very large segment of the population. So that, they want to get reelected after to, all. Yeah, they're going to have to figure out a way to deal with that. Having said that, you know, the optimum um, strategy to maximize Social Security is worth a conversation because maybe you shouldn't take it early. Maybe you should wait till 66. Maybe you should wait till 68 because of the new rules. But what we like to tell a lot of people, and for baby boomers, this may be too late, an admonition, is don't re- become overly reliant on it. You've got to save outside of Social Security. Medicare, another government, everybody's going to go on Medicare at 65. Anyway, you have to claim it, or you should claim it. So that's health care. And that is specifically, again, health care. It's not long-term care. So it's not going to cover all of your medical expenses. So if you're going to wean yourself from government assistance in that regard or in those on those items, you're going to have to plan considerably ahead and make sure that your savings can absorb or your balance sheet really can absorb some of those costs that are going to happen to you later in life. The next one I want to talk about, Janine, is independence from family. And before you write in, if you're listening out there and complain about me saying that I want to 
have nothing to do with family. That's not what we're saying. But you do want to be financially independent from your family. What does that mean, Janine, and why is that important? Well, primarily for most people, it's not having to move in with your kids later in life, which for some people, that's that's exactly what's going to happen because they haven't saved enough or and anything can happen that facilitates that happening because if you have a stroke, if you have a catastrophic illness or even an accident, there may be a period of time where you're going to need family help. Most people don't want to rely on their kids for any kind of financial support later in life. So you you have to plan for that. But that also requires some conversation because I do think that family is an important safety net. I mean, a lot of parents have spent a lot of money and time and effort raising their kids and their kids will want to help their parents later in life. But the degree to which they become burdened is certainly up for discussion. But for most people, if you don't want these things to happen, then you've got to plan for being pretty independent from that kind of help. Right. That strategy is of utmost importance as you're preparing to retire. You want to make sure you're prepared for that type of financial independence, but also this next one, independence from creditors. And there is a lot of information out there about retiring with debt. There are some big advocates for having no debt whatsoever, ever, ever, ever. (laughs) That's just not realistic necessarily in our world. If you are disciplined with a credit card, a little bit of debt's fine because you're going to pay it off and you've got a plan to pay it off either at the end of the month or next month or things like that. Most people are worried about more, having mortgages in retirement. There are We can have a debate either way, whether you should have a mortgage or not. And it's all going to depend on cash flow, what you've saved, et cetera. If you go into a reverse mortgage, that is a debt. And the debt may be payable by your heirs, potentially. So Debt itself is not terrible, but it needs to be controlled, it needs to be understood, and it needs to be planned for and managed. And what about independence from your employer? I know that may sound counterintuitive as we're talking about retiring, leaving the workforce, but that independence is important. Why is that? Well, there are a couple of factors here. Obviously, when you retire, you're not going to be earning a paycheck every month from that employer. So here's a thought. If you are getting a pension from a previous employer, you're still not exactly independent from that employer. And there have been cases when very large companies have gone bankrupt or their pension systems have failed or the bondholders who are in retirement were screwed over (laughs) because of the way the company For lack of a better word. Yeah, for lack of a better term. (laughs) And so... Putting, again, that's kind of like Social Security, putting all of your money in one bucket or uh, eggs in a basket, You, in order to have some type of independence from an employer, you don't want to leave money with an employer if ever you can help it. And you need to move it to where you have the control of it. So you don't leave money in an old 401k, you move it to an IRA. And these things are should be strategically planned, obviously, because you are now in retirement, replacing earned capital, if you will, with saved capital. And that plan has to work for you for this, you know, 30, 40 years, depending. So the only way to get that smooth independence from an employer is to completely break free with the way you've strategized your savings. 
And finally, Janine, today, I want to talk about independence from the stock market. Independence from CNBC and the Wall Street Journal and that ever ominous business section of the newspaper. Why is that important to have that independence? Because the financial media knows exactly how people respond to news. And that's purposeful because they're trying to get you to move and trade. And uh, they make money when you do that. You don't make money (laughs) necessarily. I think independence from the stock market is really having a, a full understanding of the research behind where returns come from, how the stock market actually works, how your portfolio is supposed to behave, you know, examining your expectations, which were, are then realistic expectations for return versus risk. And once you understand that, you're not going to be easily swayed by the pundits, the financial pundits and the talking heads because it's irrelevant to what you're trying to do. And that's one way to gain an independence from the stock market. It doesn't mean leave the stock market entirely and go to an annuity. A lot of people will argue that, but that's not what this means, because you are going to need growth in portfolio to offset inflation and taxes down the road anyway. So let's make sure the strategy is correct and that you understand what your personal philosophy is, what the investment philosophy is for the portfolio and the investment objective so that you can basically watch paint dry on the wall, which is exactly what you're supposed to do with a good investment policy. What's that old saying, money makes a great servant, but a poor master? That's what I'm thinking of as we go have gone through some of these today, because it's not that these investment vehicles are bad or that you'll never use them once you retire. It's that you don't want to be reliant on them when the time comes when you're supposed to be, like you said, watching paint dry, when you're supposed to be doing what you want to do and what's important to you. So if you are in a place where maybe, you know, if you found us today and you're listening to this and you think, man, I don't have independence in some of these areas, or I think I'm getting there, but I'd just like to make sure I'm kind of on the right track Give Janine a call. You can call her office, 443-718-6310 is the phone number. That's 443-718-6310. You'll speak with Gracie, and she'll get you in for a conversation with Janine, and you can figure out what it looks like to truly have that financial freedom, that independence that you've been wanting. I mean, after all, Janine has 21 years' experience as a naval intelligence officer, and she'll give you the straight skinny on your financial plan, so you will know when you come out of there if you have achieved this financial freedom or if there's some areas to tweak in your portfolio and if you're on the right track. Again, give her a call, 443-718-6310. Well, Janine, thanks for joining us today. This has been Your Financial Mission.